Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Asheville Regional Airport. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at prestigesubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. You'll be at the top of the city as you experience Asheville's history and scenic beauty, historic landmarks, and award-winning rooftop bars. Transportation is provided with tours offered daily, year-round. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And good news, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and now Pandora. And be sure when you visit speakingoftravel.net to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive the latest travel news, travel tips, and lots of inspiring travel stories to keep your travel dreams alive. Because even though our latest journey might be on hold, listening to folks from the travel community continues to remind us of the importance of people and connections. And these days, I'm telling you, I'm dreaming of a connecting flight. Back in the day, if I had a late connection, I might get a little frazzled. But today, I would give anything for a connecting flight. So what's going on at the airport? I'm here with Tina Kinsey, the Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport to fill us in on the latest and what's going on here locally and regionally and overall what's going on in aviation. Tina, it is always a pleasure to have you here on Speaking of Travel. Marilyn, thank you so much for having me. I am always glad to be here. Well, people are asking these days, when can we travel again? What's going on with the airports? What's going on with the airlines? And there's a lot of information out there. So why don't you fill us in a little bit on what's going on right here in our own backyard? Sure, absolutely. So, you know, um, one thing I always like to point out when I'm talking with people about Uh, air travel in this age of a pandemic, air travel never ceased. It has been happening um, all along, even though our world is in the midst of something so, um, so hard for so many people. You know, air travel is, um, it's really necessary for a lot of reasons. Um, And the airports and airlines, they're part of the nation's critical infrastructure. So we really had to stay um, operational so people could get where they needed to go for a variety of necessary reasons. So we've been chugging along, um, certainly saw a lot of 
air travel demand drop um, when the pandemic hit. But here we are a few months later, and we are seeing um, week by week growing numbers of air travelers. So people are, um, they are going to the airport and uh, boarding airplanes and going places again. And the airlines are serving those needs. Um, you know, we, we really have a robust flight schedule at Asheville Regional Airport. So it is possible to go if you need to. Well, that's really great. And what are some of the other areas that are uh, that you're finding are changing and, and improving over there? Sure. So all of the airlines have reinvented um, the travel experience for their passengers, as well as the airports. Airports across the country have been reinventing that experience, really enhancing it to give travelers um, confidence in the travel journey, uh, really focusing on safety and health uh, measures to combat this pandemic and um, again, give travelers confidence so that they can travel when they need to and when they're ready to. Absolutely. And you're making, you've been making there at the airport since the very beginning, a lot of improvements as far as safety and sanitation. Catch us up a little bit about what that's like at the airport. Sure. So I was down in the terminal a few days ago and saw one of my colleagues. She's a member of the housekeeping team and she had on a backpack sprayer. Um, it's called an electrostatic sprayer, and it has a wand, and it has um, disinfectant inside that is, um, you know, a very high-grade disinfectant. And she was very efficiently spraying uh, chairs and countertops and the acrylic shields that we have um, at all of the counters uh, and other hard services that are touched frequently. She was spraying them down with this um, electrostatic sprayer very quickly, very efficiently. And these are in use throughout the day in the airport just to have that continual um, disinfecting going on for our the safety of our employees and our customers. So that's just one example. But we, we have social distance markers, again, the acrylic shields on the countertops. Um, all staff are wearing face coverings. Um, and we also ask the public to wear face coverings. And as you know, in North Carolina, that is required at this time. So, you know, lots of very good measures are in place. Well, that that is good news. We are so happy to hear that. And tell us a little bit about what's going on actually inside the airport as far as uh, I know that you've got some of the airlines are flying the uh, I know Allegiant has some flights that are nonstop flights. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So, um, you know, again, we've got a robust flight schedule uh, for airlines that serve our airport. And we even have some new destinations that have started here at the airport. Um, Allegiant announced four new nonstop routes. They announced them earlier in the year, and they did launch those new routes. So we've got new nonstop to Austin, Texas, Houston, Texas, and Chicago Midway. 
And then starting in September, Allegiant will be flying twice weekly to nonstop to Boston. So those are some glimmers of uh, what used to feel normal, you know, happening again. This is, this is a really great thing um, to have these new routes added. And then it's not only our airlines, um, our concessionaire, that it's uh, our restaurant here on, uh, at the airport. It's called the Blue Ridge Tavern. They have reopened for passengers and they're serving, um, they're serving meals primarily around the busiest flight schedule times of the day. Uh, and, and we were just really glad to see that happen. Oh, I'm very glad to, to hear that, that that's happening. And robust is the word that really pops out for me because people are really wanting to start thinking about the future and knowing that these flights are available and uh, that they can go on the airline's websites and get more information and, and actually start getting booked up, you know, make some plans. Right. And we want to be very sensitive, you know, of course, when everyone is at a different level of readiness. Uh, but what I like to say is that at the airport and the airlines, we are ready when you're ready. We've, we've done a lot of preparation and, and we want to give our customers as much confidence as possible in the travel journey. Well, and I know that you also want to make sure that everybody has the information that they need. So how can people get in touch and, and find out more and even find some frequently asked questions? Sure. We, we work very hard to keep up-to-date information, um, important information on our website, and that is flyavl.com. Well, that's easy enough to remember, flyavl.com. Well, Tina, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel today and catching us up with what's going on at the airport. I really am. I'm just so proud of what's happening here at our regional airport as far as safety and sanitation and and keeping people up to date and keeping people informed. Uh, I want to give a big shout out not only to you and your team, but to, to all the people who are our neighbors and friends who work there at the Asheville Regional Airport. Thank you so much, Marilyn. Uh, we're proud of them too. Well, thanks. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Coming up next is my guest, singer-songwriter Jane Kramer. You know, at a time when people around the world have turned to music, music makers everywhere have risen to the challenge of these times. So find out how they're using their powers for good. We'll be right back. It's summertime in Subieville, which means it's time for adventure here in western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Hi. It's Kay, the owner of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. We share our beautiful city in the mountains of Western North Carolina from the rooftops with people from our community, around the country, and around the world. Our tours are well known for the spectacular scenery, the award-winning rooftop bars, 
and the captivating city history we share from the rooftops. We take traveling during these COVID-19 recovering times seriously. We've implemented CDC cleaning and sanitation protocols, require staff health screenings before our tours, and provide our tour guests with face coverings if they need one. We are excited to welcome you on an Asheville rooftop bar tour and provide a way for you to safely experience Asheville from a bird's eye view. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words... Thanks, Tina, for the update. We are all looking forward to being able to travel again, and we are so proud of our own regional airport for all you're doing to help keep us safe. So I've been thinking these days, as the COVID story continues to develop and the world continues to adapt, what's the vibe in our beloved music community? You know, the music hasn't stopped, but it sure is a little bit different these days. You know, certainly change can be invigorating, but we're in a time of change that has caused everyone to reevaluate this, quote, new normal, unquote. And maybe sometimes going into the dark helps you find yourself and emerge in a new skin. You know, especially our musicians. Think about it. We would typically be spending our summers at concerts with musicians who are touring and performing. And I would imagine that right now each musician has had time to reflect and are creating their own new normal. So my guest today is an Asheville-based singer-songwriter with a heart of gold and a grace of pure love. Jane Kramer's music is poignant and engaging, and she has a passion for life that brings vitality to her and to her vast audience. And Jane, I am so excited to have you here today. I feel that bringing you on to Speaking of Travel is is going to help open up to us what's going on in the music world, what's going on in people's hearts right now. Thank you, Jane, for being on the show. And also, I want to say a shout out to Jason Sanford, your hubby, who's also here with us today. Thank you so much for having us. I've been so looking forward to this. I know, me too. We we love you, Jane. And, you know, I'm going to use this time right now to just give you a big shout out because mm-hmm. you are a refreshing and, and vibrant and important part of our community. And, you know, of course, I've known Jason for so many years, and I'll never forget that night around a bonfire when I first met you. And... No! I just loved you so much, and you sang and and warmed everybody's heart around that that fire. Jason, remember that? I think it was your birthday. It was. It was his uh, his big five zero. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Jane, I follow you, and I know that you have been really busy doing a lot of um, changing and uh, kind of focusing more on on the moment. I think we're all trying to to be in this moment right now. So give me an idea of what you believe is the role of artists and musicians overall in society, but particularly during this time of, uh, I hate using the word crisis. That always sounds so <laughs> negative. So let's just yeah, say re- yeah. re-emerging. I like that, re-emerging. Absolutely. Um, 
You know, I think this is something I've been thinking, you know, even more about lately, um, particularly because in some ways it just kind of feels like someone um, pulled the needle up off the record player and, and, you know, so many things just halted. Um, For me, what that has looked like, you know, in my everyday life as a full-time performer is, you know, obviously um, all of my gigs and performances have been canceled. I, summer is usually my busiest season. So I'm, you know, on the road a few weeks out of every month and I'm, I'm traveling and I'm, you know, playing festivals and, um, you know, so none of that, none of that is happening right now. Um, and what it's really done for me is kind of take me back to my roots of, um, you know, why am I here and, and what is my purpose? And, um, and to kind of just, uh, reevaluate, you know, why I make art in the first place. And I think particularly during such a, a difficult period, I love what you said about reemergence. And I think there is plenty of that, but there is also plenty of, you know, I think collective fear and anxiety and panic and um, unrest and, um, you know, fear of the unknown. None of us know exactly what this is going to look like, um, you know, a month down the road, let alone a year down the road. So, um, anyway, it's really brought me back to the fact that, yes, as an artist, as someone that creates, I have an important role. And I think what that means is sort of holding up a mirror um, for uh, for the rest of the world to kind of like, you know, let these universal truths sort of come through me and, um, and uh, to put them out there for other people to see themselves in and to kind of um, be a voice of, of vulnerability and um, of truth in the way that I experience it. And, um, you know, I'm not saying this because I think I'm a super important, you know, um, I just think that, uh, that that's what artists do. They help us see ourselves. They help us validate our feelings. And particularly during a time that is so fraught with so many feelings and so much unknown and so much suffering um, and also so much hope. Uh, I think it's uh, it's more important than ever just to be making making art that is true to our experience of the moment and sharing it. Um, and Jason, my hubby, who's here, has been an incredible um, cheerleader for me during you know during this entire time, and he continues to remind me um, when I'm not feeling like it, or when I'm doubting myself, or when I'm discouraged. Um, you know that that's my role, and that it's important, and that I can do it. You know. Well, Jane, you have a large cheering, cheer, cheerleading uh, group behind you. But Jason, say hello so that we know that you're here. Hello. Hello, Marilyn. Thank you so much for having us on. Of course. Well, Jason, you know, uh, as I was telling the story of meeting Jane for the first time at your birthday party, um, there was something really special. The chemistry was really strong between you both. And, and you also are such a um, a vulnerable voice in our community. You care about people. You uh, you want to ensure that with your platform, Ash Vegas, and and your blog and your connectedness to our community, that people are able to have a voice. And in a lot of ways, that is exactly what Jane does. It, uh, being a musician is um, uh, it's it's a universal language of caring and compassion and uh, for you both to be together is, you know, just a little bit higher vibration that, that you're both doing something 
important not only for our community but for for communities at large. I really appreciate that. that, Marilyn. That's a that's beautiful, and I, I'm really honored that you say that. I, you know, during times like this, I really turn to artists to help me find my way. Um, I look to our musicians, our poets, our painters, all the artists who always speak from the heart, you know, as a, as a journalist, as a newspaper guy, my training has been to try and be as objective as possible and to come at things in sort of an even way. So I often in my life have sort of put aside, you know, the personal, uh, personal feelings in, in many ways and tried to try to play it even at times like this, I find myself uh, tossing that aside. Now is not the time to try and play it even to me. Now is the time to speak up. Um, and that's what musicians like Jane have always done. And that's what I look them, look to them for right now. And so I've been loving all the music that's been coming out. Uh, Jane can, t- can t- tell you that I've been sort of voraciously buying up uh, a lot of graphic art from local artists, some a couple of yarn bombs. I found a, a, a knitter <laughs> online who made some really cool uh, Black Lives Matter yarn bombs. And I just love that. I want to surround myself with that. So that's where I'm coming from. Well, it's a beautiful place where you're where you're coming from, where Jane is coming from, and um, and Jane, when I speak of music as the universal language, you know, I've been very very fortunate over the years to have conversations with touring musicians from all over the world, and mm-hmm. and what you're saying about um, being able to express how you're feeling now with what's going on uh, is something that is uh, really happening all over the world. And that is going to create just this level, this higher level of uh, connectedness uh, globally, I feel. So when we come back from the break, let's, let's talk more about that and, and what you feel uh, being a a full-time musician during this global pandemic um, looks like. And also for you too, Jason, as you're collecting all this art, um, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to have an exhibit? Or are we going to someday be writing dissertations? Certainly there'll be a lot of music and poetry around. So I'm here with Jane Kramer. I'm here with Jason Sanford. We're, we're talking about life. This is, this is great because being able to have some sound, sensible voices out there right now is so important. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. 
If you want to truly experience a city, dart at the top. With Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, you'll capture the true spirit of Asheville, North Carolina on our one-of-a-kind award-winning tours. You'll experience our city's highly acclaimed rooftop bars, see Asheville's scenic beauty and historic landmarks, and feel the history of our city unfold before you, all on this uniquely crafted tour. We take care of every detail, including van chauffeur transportation, sample cocktails and mocktails at each rooftop bar, and there's plenty of snacks and bottled water on the van to enjoy between stops. Come see why Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours is top of the city and top of mind for the best things to do in Asheville, North Carolina. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm really so happy to have with me today Jane Kramer, a, a musician, singer, songwriter, uh, just a wonderful, wonderful person overall, beautiful lady, and Jason Sanford, her hubby, also the creator and founder of Ash Vegas, which is one of our bigger uh, bigger news sources and blog uh, connectors here in uh, Asheville and Western North Carolina. And thank you both, Jane and Jason, for being here today and, and talking to us about, about what's happening these days. Thank you, Marilyn. So happy yeah, to be thank here. You. So before the break, we were talking about, um, Jason, I loved when you were talking about gathering and, and collecting people's uh, local uh, artists' works of art. I actually have a, um, a, a Vadim Bora painting that I purchased from Constance Richards, if you know Vadim. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. It was such an investment, but it was like the most important thing that I had to do was to have a piece of his art in my bedroom (laughs) (laughs) over my, you know, right at at my bed level. So I get that. And, and Jane, I think for you, uh, talk a little bit to us about uh, how your process works as far as um, getting deep into your head and your heart uh, when you're creating your music. Mm, I like that question. Um, you know, and I, I think that, uh, you know, now of all times since, um, you know, I'm used to kind of wielding this, this crazy balance between being on the road, traveling to performances, doing the performances. Um, it used to be that I did a lot of my, of my songwriting when I was driving and I had a steering wheel between my hands um, because it was just this, you know, kind of forced time of quiet reflection. Um, and now I feel like, you know, I'm experiencing something that I haven't experienced yet as as a full-time artist which is just all of this time um and one thing that i'm really enjoying experimenting with you know i'm certainly spending some quiet trying to devote some quiet time each day to just yeah journal tap into my feelings write work on songs pick back up fragments of old songs that you know i abandoned and didn't finish um i will say that sometimes for me, and I think this might be common for, for a lot of artists, when I'm feeling just um, 
so intensely, you know, the stress, I feel like the weight of, of the world and of our country is very, very heavy right now. And it's very hard to make sense of. And it's just coming at us all the time from all angles. Um, and certainly the weight of the pandemic and, and people suffering on top of that. So sometimes, like, for instance, the last, honestly, you know, month or so, um, I, I can't write when I feel so bombarded. And I, I often feel like I need to sort through my, my feelings first and just feel them until I can get to a place of, of clarity on what is my message? What do I want to say? Because sometimes I think if I write a song right now, it's just going to sound like, <laughs> um, so, you know, one thing that is informing my process right now, I think is having the time to do other creative things, to do more cooking, to do more baking, to grow a garden. Um, my husband, Jason mentioned in, in our last segment that he has been collecting a lot of wonderful, local, you know, uh, visual artists art from, from our community. Um, that's been very inspiring to me to have around and to look at it. I'm looking at several prints right now um, that we have on our piano that are, um, you know, reimaginings of the Vance Monument and beautiful symbols of the Black Lives Matter, you know, movement. Um, so all of that kind of gets into my, my creative um, workings and, uh, and trickles into songs, but it is usually a very slow process for me. Well, I want to, I, I appreciate that and, and the slowness, the slowness, the um, percolating, I like to call it, you know, mm -hmm. it, you can, yes. you can use a lot of food uh, metaphors here <laughs> yeah. for the way that uh, you as an artist uh, have to kind of put it all inside and let it all kind of shake up but with Jason and Jason I want to talk to you for a moment because I know we only have you for yeah. this segment your life is kind of totally the opposite of that uh, it seems to me that you are like not having an opportunity to just sit back and let things percolate and take it all in you are like on the ground hitting the streets out there all the time what's going on who's who's doing what how how can we get involved? Who needs to know what? That's that's a whole different kind of mindset and uh, a different kind of synergy. How does that feel to you right now, given that there's so much going on? I mean, there is so much going on, Marilyn, that it, it is hard to keep track. Um, it's impossible for one person to keep track of it all. But that you're right, that is my default uh, mode of operation, and I like I like that in the sense that it, it keeps me busy, it keeps me focused on the day to day, so I don't get sucked into worrying or imagining worst case scenarios. Uh, I go out. I, I'm a collector. I'm a connector, as you say, Marilyn, um, and I, I feel like that's an important job just to document the day to day in photos or stories. We can make sense of this. I can try to make sense of this later. Um, but I do feel it's very important with everything from collecting street art and yarn, the yarn bombs that I mentioned to keeping track of the day-to-day -day business openings and closings, the, the ups and the downs. And at some point, I'll have time to make sense of it all and step back and put it in more of a context, but I think it is very important to d collect all this string 
right now. And at some point, we'll make sense of it all. Well, it certainly uh, comes down to, in in a lot of ways, inspiration. You know, how do you draw from uh, the the events of the day, the the climate, the noise, the words, the the thoughts, the meaning, the the feelings, uh, and how does that inspire you in the moment? And I look at both you, Jason, and Jane as as artists and um, uh, healers, helping people in in the way that you uh, communicate and bring this information out uh, benefits and and definitely inspires uh, in a most beautiful way. So I just want to give you both kind of a shout out here to uh, thank you for the work that you're doing, Jason, and uh, staying out on that beat and making sure that you're connecting the dots for us and um, and being Jane's biggest cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You're a great cheerleader, Marilyn, and you're an inspiring connector. You have been doing this work for so long. I look up to people like you in our community. So it's a mutual admiration club, but I love you and I love the work that you've put into building this community to where we've gotten. Um, I will say that one other little inspiring inspiration that I've taken is with the photographs that I take on a day-to-day basis. And I'm gonna put them all together, Marilyn, in a zine. I've never made like, you know, a little DIY magazine, a zine, but it'll be a photo zine. I'm working with a graphic designer who's helping me put it together and it will be um, documenting the pandemic and the the racial justice movement in Asheville. Well, Jason, you're just giving me goosebumps now because I don't know anybody who would have even used the word zine on my show. (laughs) You're, you're always such a mover and shaker. I'll tell you, 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 you know what's happening, and that is awesome because, again, you know, here's a way that you're putting what you do into art and uh, into a legacy that will last, like Jane's songs and lyrics and, um, and passion. So when we come back from the break, Jane and I will be talking more about um, being a musician right now. And uh, one thing I want to ask you real quick before we go to break What's happening with the airport, Jason? Are are you still doing music at the airport at the Asheville Regional Airport? We haven't been doing it since the pandemic started. Uh, I think the airport wanted to uh, fall on the side of safety and and keep us out of there. But uh, hopefully, sometime soon, Maryland, when traffic picks back up and things settle down on the on the virus front, I'll be back out there. Uh, presenting live music at the airport. Well, we are going to be ready for that. That is absolutely for sure. Well, Jason, thank you so much for for being taking some time this morning and being on Speaking of Travel. We'll miss you in segment three, but our segment four, but we will be uh, we'll be keeping an eye out on your beat and what you're doing. And um, uh, and we'll be right there with you as you're cheering Jane on. Thank you so much, Marilyn. You love, bet. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. All right, this is Marilyn Ball. We'll be right back with Jane Kramer. We're talking about music. We're talking about life. Uh, this is a great show, so stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Leanne from Biltmore. Are you looking for some simple ways to spend quality time with your family and friends? Then look no further. Biltmore is now open and you can wander through historic gardens, along winding trails with plenty of room to spread out all in one spectacular setting. Ride your bike, have a picnic, take a tour of America's largest home, Biltmore House, right here in our own backyard in Asheville, North Carolina. George Vanderbilt created Biltmore as a relaxed country retreat away from the pressures of city life. A Biltmore annual pass allows you to visit the estate an unlimited number of times throughout the year. You can make Biltmore a new experience every time you step onto the estate. Where else can you find beautiful gardens, four mountain season, and eight 8,000 acres to explore. Build memories by keeping your family time creative and enjoyable. Visit the Biltmore website at Biltmore.com for all of the information and come on over. We would love to see you. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today talking with Jane Kramer. And Jane is, you know, I was talking earlier, just such a beautiful soul with poignant and engaging lyrics. I I have just known her now for all these years and and follow her and Jane, there there are lyrics that you have written about a woman with choices. She's a free bird. I just love that so much, and I think of you when I when I think of those kind of thoughts. That you have always really uh, been your own kind of uh, uh, strong and yet vulnerable. Uh, musician and and not afraid to blend that together to uh, but at the same time you're very funny you know your Waffle House song was hilarious there are um, you know I ain't gonna drag you behind me like a loveless old stone I you know there's just how do you do it I mean I you've talked a little bit about your process and what you're what you're doing now but you know, how do you continue to connect yourself with so many people? That's another part of what I love about you is I always see you collaborating. So is that something that um, that just comes naturally to you to bring people together uh, during especially times like this? Oh, thank you for asking me that. You know, I think that I, I've always been a, an incredibly social person. Person. I've always been an extrovert. I've always um, just found myself thriving, um, you know, in the presence of other people. I love hearing their ideas. I love hearing their stories and their feelings. And I think we're learning now more than ever in this pandemic that life can't happen in a vacuum. <laughs> it's hard. It's weird, right? Um, and so for me, I've just always felt like my art is better when it's informed by, you know, by other people's art and ideas and energy. Um, and, you know, I think collaborate, I'm realizing now in this pandemic that um, um, we're for quite a long time, you know, I couldn't even play music in the same room as anyone else, um, that, that those collaborations are just, you know, more important to me than ever. So yeah, it's just always been something that I felt made me better and made me a happier person, you know, to be able to, um, to make art alongside 
someone else. Well, how can people best support artists and musicians right now? You know, I, I, it's a great question. Thank you. I think that, um, you know, one really important, simple one is to buy their work, to purchase it if you can directly from the artist. Um, my husband, Jason Sanford, who was hanging out with us earlier, is he's so great at this. But And he always sort of has his finger on the pulse of, you know, who's making what and what's new for this artist or this musician or whatever with this business. Um, so, you know, he's purchased a bunch of prints from a lot of local visual artists lately. Um, for me, it would be people, you know, going directly to my website. And um, I have an online store set up with merch. I have, um, you know, T-shirts uh, and CDs and sweatshirts and, um, you know, beautiful posters and things like that. So people buying that stuff right from me helps tremendously. Um, and then, you know, so many of my musician friends, myself included right now, are doing a bunch of live stream performances, um, you know, either on Facebook or, or from their YouTube or Instagram pages or whatever. Um, and just, you know, tuning into those and, and dropping whatever you can in a virtual tip jar for that artist helps a lot too because for many of us you know our entire income stream has been has been cut off and so um the donations and and generosity of our community is what's keeping us going right now absolutely and and i i just love that our community is so strong it's kind of Asheville strong that um because we are such a music artist um just free thinker entrepreneur based type of community it is uh, especially important like you said at this time to support everybody so Jane tell us how, how what your website is so people can can get a get on there and uh, get them some merch yeah so uh, my website is janekramermusic.com and that's spelled j-a-n-e-k-r-a-m-e-r music Dot com uh, and on my website people can do everything from you know listen to my whole discography I have three albums out in the world um, I have videos up there um, and then I have a store page where people can can shop all my merch and my albums I have vinyl records um, and you know all of those proceeds go to me so it's incredibly helpful um, and it's fun. I love people have been generous um, all over the country and even in other countries since the pandemic started with with supporting me by purchasing merch. So I've really had fun um, sending it off to people and putting little notes in there and stuff. I just deeply appreciate it. Well, like I said, it is, a, you know, music is a global language, uh, a universal language. And uh, and we're all looking for uh, that sense of well-being that that musicians, artists, poets can can provide for us. So, what do you think the future is going to look like for you, Jane Kramer, as a performer? Oh, yeah. You know, that's something I've been thinking about so much lately, and you know, looking at my future with um, with some fear and concern and anxiety, but also with a lot of hope. And I think that, um, you know, my husband, Jason keeps reminding me, you know, it's not like you're not going to have a future as a musician. It might just look different. Um, and you can't be afraid of that. You have to lean into it. So I'm trying, just like you were saying earlier, Marilyn, you know, I'm not a tech person, but I'm trying really hard to get a little better at it because that's, 
that's the option we have at hand right now is to, you know, to do things virtually. So if I'm going to be doing, you know, performances virtually, then I want them to look and sound as good as I could make them. So I'm really trying to learn a new skill set there, which is not easy, but I think it's necessary. Um, another thing is that I think uh, recorded music and just people putting out as much art as possible right now. I know it's keeping me going. It's keeping my husband going. Um, he's turning me on to all kinds of new, you know, albums and stuff like that, that people are putting out. Um, and I want to, I want to do that too. I want to give people just something to, um, yeah, something, just more art, more art out in the world. So I think for me, it's going to be some recording and maybe moving away from the model of the full length album, which I love so much, but I think for a more immediate thing, I might put out an EP or a few singles or a few videos um, coming up in the next, you know, four or five months or so. Um, and I think it's also for me just really turning in, you know, really going deep into my craft and using this time to make myself a better writer, um, I think is, is all kind of what the immediate future looks like for me. And then getting back on the road as soon as it's possible, you know, as soon as it's safe, I really miss playing for for real live bodies (laughs) well we miss you i can tell you and being able to engage uh, and connect with you anyway in any form at this time is better than nothing so thank you jane and tell us again your your website and how we can kind of put ourselves there in your world yeah, so my website is janekramermusic.com, and Kramer is spelled with a K, um, and people can find me on the socials, on Instagram, I'm just at Jane Kramer, and on Facebook, I'm Jane Kramer Songstress, uh, so I would love to, to connect with people. Well, we would, we would love to stay connected, and you are indeed a songstress, and we are, you know, again, this is like a big love fest show for me, having Jane Kramer and Jason Sanford on at the same time. Such a wonderful power team here in Asheville. And um, and Jane, I just want to thank you so much. You are truly an, an inspiration for so many. And, um, and I want to just put a little shout out to your photographer and the people on your team who are uh, also your cheerleaders who just are able to um, uh, just create art around you, around your vibe. You know, it's like your beautiful pictures, your Jane Henderson guitar, your, you know, just everything, your clothes, your your smile. We just love you, Jane. And and I want to thank you again for being on Speaking of Travel. Well, I just love you, Marilyn, and Jason said it all earlier, but we are so inspired by you. You are such a force of love and truth, and you work so hard, and you lift everyone around you up. So right back at you, lady. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. It's, um, It's always, you know, for me, an honor to be able to be in conversation with people who are doing really wonderful things, uh, especially during this time. And, you know, I want to remind all of you that you are doing wonderful things, too. And this is a good time, like Jane was saying, to uh, go deep, do some art, go out in the woods, take a walk, take a hike, uh, look up at the birds, draw a picture. I, You know, sometimes I'd like to just sit on my couch and look out the window with a with a crayon I swear, you know, a crayon and uh, 
because that's what I have. That's what I have laying around, and uh, and draw what I'm looking at right there. And like Jason was saying, you know, someday maybe it'll be part of a zine. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So go out, really use your time uh, as as much as you can to be in the wonder, because soon we'll be able to wander and go back out and travel and see music. But remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 